everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I am joined by that squid-dicked, bacon-slicing, aspirates, felt-cudgeling, douche-nozzle, yes, the king of all jackassery, you know him, and if you were in the right truck stop bathroom, you've probably mouth-fucked him, Reverend Ryan Brewer. Yes, and I'm here with, with Cody Jeems, who self-molesting, dysfunctional, douche-drinking, psychotic, cock-mauling, ant-riding, huge, bitch-raping cunt-chaser. <laughs> did you actually have that ready? I did. That is amazing that we did the same fucking thing to each other. Just, just spew forth dirty words at each other until one of us succumbs? That's, that's awesome. Okay, anyway... Um, well, I was going to say that I really wish you to get, you know, fucked in the ass with a porcupine, but I thought a list was better. You know how it is. Whenever you fucking hate somebody and you need a good insult, just call them every name in the book. Hell, throw the book at them. Oh, throw the book at them hard, all over their face, neck, and chest. Uh, Speaking of dictionaries so... all over your face, why don't we just go right out at, at it? Okay, so, we found this amazing news story, which we don't even have time for anything wonderful and or exciting right now. There's no time some... for exciting here, man! Like, <laughs> we found this amazing news story, it uh, happened in New Hampshire, right? And uh, a woman, was, a 20-year-old woman was was busted for a prostitution at a library. So, check this out. Apparently, she was she had been uh, posting uh, advertisements on Craigslist, like soliciting sex in the bathroom of this library. So, I would like to think, not seeing the Craigslist ad, it's it it you know it was something along the lines of like. You can rub all over my thesaurus. I, I really, I really want, I really want to take, you know, Thomas Hardy and Edgar Allan Poe on my face at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, make my decimal system all dewy. Oh, sh I want you to use your Philip K. Dick on me. Oh, let's get behind the horror section. <laughs> oh, I love Moby Dick. Come here, Melville. I'll give you something to fine about. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see your Harry Potter. <laughs> Historical fiction makes me so horny. I'll be the bathroom for your homeless people to pee in. <laughs> so, <laughs> and apparently the. Uh, it was a $60 sex act, is what she actually wound up getting bought by the officer with. But, oh my god, this is so, like, I guess this ma this makes uh, getting a library card, this is a new plus to getting it. I'm not really sure. Well, that, that's what amazing. they call it now. It's, it's, you know, it's like, you, jo you join the Mile High Club, or you can get your library card. Oh! And then after that, you can have a King Kong grandpa. Oh, indeed. But the best part of it is in the little article, it was like, from the uh, library volunteer was, this was certainly surprising that something like that would happen here. It's not a place, it's not just a place for books, it's a place for learning and how to be up to date. It's just unfortunate something like this would happen. <laughs> Talk about generic news statements. I mean, you know, I bet you that was actually added by the guy that wrote this. I, I, I bet you he was probably like, woohoo! Best library trip 
ever. Or or it was just like, fuck, we, there's a word limit on this website. We, we have to have so many words per article. Um, it is regrettable that this event has happened when events happening should not. More at 11. <laughs> right? I mean, I just, I just really, I just really like the notion of this chick being like a major, like a major fucking, like books get her all kinky. Like, like, like she's just, she's just sitting there yelling like, fuck me, Ray Bradbury. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> so what the story is, is uh, <laughs> we're in a Mark Twain novel, yeah. and uh, she gets all slash fiction-y on you, it's like, and uh, you're, you're, you're Nigger Jim, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm Huck Finn. <laughs> <laughs> but it all takes place in King Arthur's court, oh god. <laughs> oh god, oh the... And, and then it's like, you know, and then like, you know, obviously there's like the John that comes in that's like really disrespectful to women, like doesn't even like hardly look her in the eye. And she's like, oh, come here, Hemingway. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking back to, back to Mark Twain, right? <laughs> so she's sitting there getting, she's sitting there getting fucked right by this guy. And she's like, oh God, it's so fun. Oh, if only somebody else could be the bottom. Oh boy, doggy, am I having a great time. So she, so she leaves and like someone else is like, oh, I want to be the bottom. So she gets like, all these other people line up to get underneath this guy. And as, as he's fucking her, and she still gets all the money for it. It puts a new it puts a new name to whitewashing offense. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> this I I full, I fully enjoyed it. Apparently, if uh, so, I guess unfortunately, if you're if you're looking to to borrow a book from a library in New Hampshire, uh, and, oh. you, and you and you think you're gonna get your Charles Dickens, you're all Jack Kerouac out of Truman Capote luck. It's all Virginia wolfed out the window. It's gone the way of the card catalog. <laughs> or Sylvia Plath. It drowned. It killed itself. <laughs> oh, by the way, which has nothing to do with this at all, but uh, there there was a Facebook group, and it was um, or for, it was for the 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 uh, diary of Anne Frank, and I was like, and I really wanted to post a comment on that. Like, she was such an ins- inspiration since she was deaf and blind. <laughs> Until a miracle worker slaps some sense into her. <laughs> right. Oh, I really wanted to do that. You should have. Uh, yeah, it probably would have made a better story. Well, I guess you could do it as board shenanigans and we could troll the internet again. I think that's a damn fine idea. Oh, I, I've never heard a finer idea. So, um, anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you now that we've, uh, now, now, now that we've, now got, we've that, got that out of the way? Now that we've got our now literary got references that. out of the way? Yeah. After the yeah. smart part of the show is done? <laughs> now that we act like we have more brains than we do. Oh, uh, well, you know, um... I know we just recorded an episode, like, two days ago. I, but, I know, you know, it's like, I don't know, I released an episode two days ago. I made a really funny Brigadood reference. <laughs> that Cody's still giggling about today. We, you know, you're probably not only the only man alive, but probably the only person in our demographic that finds that funny. I really enjoyed it. I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. No, nothing nothing wonderful and exciting. Has anything wonderful and exciting happened to you? Oh, uh, why, yes. In fact, a few wonderful and or excitings have happened yes. as I scroll, scroll up the list. The big wonderful and or exciting that I didn't get to last episode that, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with on this episode. I finally got my wife. After five years together, well, I've been married five years, but after being together for five years, she finally watched Star Wars. 
it was a big deal to me. It only it only took it only took five years of attrition to finally get her to. Are, are, are you telling me that she let the Wookiee win? Yeah, yeah, that's really that's really what happened. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she finally succumbed to the dark side. Uh, yeah. Was um, it was it a more elegant movie for a more civilized age? <laughs> well, I thought that door was closed and I had to move on to the next one, but. Uh, well, I mean, don't hit your head on it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, last last time I tried it, I was but the learner, but but now I am but the master. So, <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> you know, all the, I don't know how to spin all the hokey hokey religions is no, is no is no match for a good blaster at your side into this scenario. But are you telling me I bested you on Star Wars referencing here? Well, I wasn't expect. Yeah, I think you pretty what to what to relate. Fine, yeah. <laughs> Haha! That that's kind of like you know when an atheist bests a Christian on Bible knowledge, right there is what just happened. You know that victory is going to mean way more to you than it will to anybody else anywhere. Oh, it, it yeah. Well, I mean, it's really not just a victory for me. It's a it's a victory for all Trekkie kind. I think. <laughs> one See, small you know, step for man, one, one giant leap for Trekkies. I think it's funny how. You, you you say you act like I'm like one of the people that hate Star Trek. Like I like I've watched Star Trek with you. Like I know you know I like it. So I just prefer the other. I just I, I like Warzies better. Um. Anyway, so it was like one of the days she had to work really late, and she was like couldn't she couldn't sleep or whatever. And she was like you know just keep talking to me so she could like fall asleep or whatever. And so finally, and finally, I like I was really running ran out of shit to say. And I was like, "I'll tell you a story." She's like, "Okay," and I really couldn't think of anything else. So I just told her the the plot to the first Star Trek, or you know, episode four, the real first Star Trek movie, not this episode one crap. Because frankly, I've seen that movie two dozen times, and I still really don't know what about the trade violations and shit. I mean, nobody knows what happens in that movie. But Misa don't care about movie, pretty much. But uh. Anyway, so it was kind of it was kind of funny because I was like, I got to it. I was telling her about it, and I was trying to broad stroke it just because you know nobody wants, nobody needs to hear of the fucking super detailed shit. But anyway, it was about halfway through it, about halfway through like telling her about it, and she's like, "Wait a minute, are, are you telling me Star Wars?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's the first movie." And she's like, oh, "Okay," and so like I tell tell her, and she falls asleep about how you know part of part of the way through. And, uh, it's like, about the right place too, right? But uh, like she's thought, like she's talking to me like the next day. She's like, so she's like, you know, that actually sounded a lot better than I thought it was because apparently she tried to watch it like forever ago and didn't dig it at all. Thought it was boring. Just she's never really been into like never. I think I've slowly morphed her into liking sci-fi and horror shit because I like it so much. I think it just kind of has rubbed off on her, but. Anyway, so she, like, never really dug it or whatever, but she's, you know what, I'd like to check, she's like, you know, that actually sounds pretty good, I'd like to, I'd like to watch that, and I was like, oh, okay, and I was trying to play it off all cool, like, oh, okay, we can watch that tonight, like, and in my head, I'm, like, just, like, you're just, like, bum, 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 like, that's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what, that's exactly what I'm thinking, is, like, oh, finally, and, you know, we watched I, it, I you know, find I'm, your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> But I just was so freaking happy that, that she uh that she like wanted to watch it or whatever. So I, I was all like I was all amped up about it, and you know like 
in, in my head, I like, you know, I'm so excited at like everything that happens. Like I'm trying to not quote anything at her because I'm the worst about that, about movies I love. So I'm trying to not quote the whole movie at her, you know, I'm like sitting there really trying to contain myself, like trying to be on my best behavior. And then like, you know, the first time the lightsaber comes out, like in my head, I just want to look at her and be like, isn't this awesome? It's a lightsaber. Isn't this amazing? It's a lightsaber. There's a lightsaber right there. Do you see the light? But, you know. Are, are you telling me when the, at, at the moment the lightsaber went, your penis went, well, doesn't yours every time a lightsaber gets shot out? <laughs> every, every time I, every time you blow your laser load? Pretty much. But, uh, any, <laughs> anyway, so we, like, let up watch it. She, like, she dug it. She's like, oh, that was a good movie. I liked it. And, like, I, that, you know, it was, it was one of those of, that was a good movie. I probably don't need to see it again. And like you know, I, I've and ever since then, I've actually been like, hey, do you want to watch the next one? And she's kind of like, eh, maybe later. <laughs> so I may not ever get her to watch another one, but I at least got her to see A New Hope, which totally stands on its own. And honestly, if it would have ended anywhere, that would have been a good place for it too, because it was a good, well-contained story. Even though Empire is the best one, I I, I was so happy that she watched it. Like. I think that's a feeling that only, like, a really dedicated nerd can understand whenever they finally get their significant other to, like, you know, like, I'm sh- I'm sure that there's nerds out there that finally got got their girlfriend to read a Tolkien book or, you know, whatever. I, I- I'm sure finally they're Let- watching Let's Babylon. be honest. Let's be honest. It was the-, the nerd out there that they got their boyfriend to read the Tolkien book. Okay, true point. But Ooh, the anyway. dew on the leaf, it sparkled and shimmered in the sunlight as it rolled ac- across the texture of it. Oh, it was about four centimeters long. Fuck it, I understand the leaf! <laughs> uh, the funniest thing about that to me is that Tolkien wrote those in the trenches while he was in World War One, And, like, how are you that detailed about shit? I'm gonna write an elvish language while the enemy's attacking me. Like, that has to have been the worst guy to have your back in battle. <laughs> he's sitting there, he's yelling in the wrong language. He's yelling in a made-up language. It's like, I don't know what you mean! Oh, you meant grenade? Why, thank you, I have no leg. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by fuck him with the sword of Gondor. I don't know what you mean by that. Well, uh, I mean, Orwell, you know, volunteered for, a, uh, for the Spanish Civil War. He was not Spanish. Just so, for the experience of it, so... I want to say it was the Spanish Civil War. Well, I know uh, Hemingway covered the the Spanish-American War as a journalist. Like, he went and did that, and then there was there was whatever revolution right after that that, that talked about it, but then he was there for all of that. Like, oh yeah, I'll just go to this extremely violent atmosphere just to further myself. I want to say... I want to say Orwell was a... Was a either was a sniper or I know he got shot in the neck by a sniper and I guess he was having like some sort of like big battle back and forth with this guy and the guy like hits him in the neck <laughs> and you know he's bleeding out and like his, his reaction to it was like man I wish I could meet that guy because I'm like that was a good shot like it was a great I, I was I, I want to congratulate him on how, on how well he shot me so mm. yeah it was I know it was and it was the Spanish Civil War. I looked it up. I... Well, the only other, the only other one I know that's like famous. I think it was Henry Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Like his wife, like burnt to death in a fire. And I think the way that I understand the story is she was like had burnt to death in the fire and had just been dead for like thirty minutes. And he sat down and wrote a fucking poem about it. <laughs> the entire time, it's called "Why Don't You Help Me." It's her last words, right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you, think, you think your opinion matters? 
It's like he sent he sends it off he sends it off to his editor. I don't even know if they had editors back in that era, but I'm, I'm sure there was some asshole. Yes, right. Yeah, that is true. It was self important and thought that they knew everything about literature, probably. But um, he sends he sends it off to his to his editor or whatever. And he's like, God, I don't I don't I don't know if this is the this is the right title. And he's like, What's wrong with it? It's like. Dude, your title your title is that's that spare skin around the vagina. I don't I don't think that's a that's a good title. He's like, well, that's it's woman. What else would I call it? I mean, pussy just sounded bad. <laughs> oh, so speaking of pussy, sure. I I inadvertently came across a, a piece of knowledge that confused me. I, did you know that um, in Victorian times, sl- slang for vagina was nothing, like like the word nothing. Not there wasn't slang for it. Were you aware of this? No, but that's kind of that puts a whole new spin to a lot of sentences. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, and okay. Well, I guess full disclosure. I wasn't exactly sure how to spell entendre. Okay. So I searched for double entendre on on the the Google. <laughs> what do you mean you have a flaw? You have to look up hard to spell words. Who do you think you are? Oh, my image of you as a podcaster is ruined forever. You probably aren't even a real priest. <laughs> You're probably not even a real podcaster. Who do you think you are? Who Lies are you? Sl- Who am I? Ah, are you a <laughs> robot? <laughs> Lies and slander. It's like we're in a parallel mirror universe. Well, yeah, so when I looked it up, I hit the Wikipedia page on Double Entendre. I thought, this could be fun to read. And um, as I'm reading it, it, it says... um. Uh, for example, it has been suggested that Shakespeare's play, Much Ado About Nothing, uh, uses the ploy to represent the surface-level description of the play, as well as a pun on the Elizabethan use of nothing as slang for vagina. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, is do do we all know that? I mean, am, am I, have I been out of the loop? Do I know nothing <laughs> about this? Is that, what, is that what Sergeant Schultz was going on about? vagina this entire time that's what i was talking about with this often requoted phrase of you know nothing of knowing nothing is known to you that's oh! what that was that's what that was <laughs> it all comes back around and i've just been waiting years and years for you to finally discover this tell me about it on a podcast no less so that you would understand that i was insulting you the entire oh. time <laughs> you don't you don't know vagina all vagina ain't known to you <laughs> If a vagina was to be known to you, vagina wouldn't be known because you can't know vagina. I'll take that, M. Night Shyamalan. I'm the one with the twist ending here. I get my comeuppance. You know, if only that was true, I would have to hail unto you as the greatest at the long-term joke ever. Yeah, but unfortunately, we all know it's not, and I just freaking lucked into that like there's no tomorrow. So, (laughs) I know, I mean, that just, that blew my mind today. Uh, or, or ate my pussy, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got your pussy eaten today. <laughs> Indeed. Don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Which brings up a very good point that Brewer and I talked about <laughs> off the cast, and we're bringing to you, the dear listeners, so gather around, illustrious listening audience, come come, hail ye all from Podcastia and Podcastlandia. Is that a gather- double entendre? Sure. Um... Why were you looking up double entendre anyways? Oh, well... (laughs) Bored needed a word to look up? Well, I thought I'd actually find double entendres, but but apparently... Uh. (laughs) Well, no, um, uh, one of of my friends, uh, Kirk, posted on his facey space that, Got my front lawn mowed today. Yeah. 
And so my immediate thought was, is that one of those double entendres? <laughs> so I posted that, and he's like, I can assure you that it is not, okay, was so... the response. Which means to me, he, he has not mowed his front lawn in an entendre way. Okay, because I was, so like, are we are we implying, is Kirk implying then that he actually has a, a, a bushy ragweed infected front lawn or... Under lawn, <laughs> under yard. Wait, wait, wait a moment. Exactly where is the under yard? Like, like if I was to go out by the, the back door of my house and like, or or walk up the, to to your house, like up your street, where exactly would you be able to show me the under yard of your property? Well, I guess showing someone your under yard would be very similar to poppy poppycocking out, but instead of poppycock, instead of poppycocking out, you just. You know, here's here's my pubic hair. That's all I was going with. I didn't know. I thought Kurt might tell tell you about his bikini wax. I don't I, know why I want to know about Kirk's bikini wax, especially. But I just want to know where the sh- under yard is. Is, <laughs> is that like the part, like the like the under, like if you have like a pier and beam house, like the stuff underneath it, is that the under yard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> or no, actually, I guess the under yard would be the uh, the area <laughs> the area of yard. That's the uh, exterior basement is underneath, or hell, it could be the basement in general. No, I, I see, like, like, like where your sewer line is—that's your underyard. <laughs> Why not? Which, which also <laughs> is a double entendre. Actually, I think that might be a triple entendre. Uh, that way, you could like, well, if there's kids, if there's kids outside on your yard, on your yard, you could be like, get off my underyard. They'd be like, where is that? <laughs> You're on it. You should figure. Get off my underyard before I put you under my yard. Wait, are you oh. applying you're going to murder us? Yes, I'm Clint Eastwood. Don't question me. Uh, so anyway, back to the point we were making before we got underyarded. Uh, or sideyarded. Yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes you get underyard, underyard, sideyarded, circumyarded, you know, you never know. What's... So Burr and I were talking, and we decided that I think the world is ready. I think we're at it. We've come to this critical juncture as as homo sapiens, really. Where the time has come for more offensive swear words. <laughs> yeah, when the, when was the last time you were sitting there and got and went, God damn, I'm offended by what you have just said. Like, when was the last time? When I mentioned your penis was like Brigadoon? <laughs> it didn't offend me. I just appreciated it. I just appreciated a good rib. So Exactly. That's, that's our point. He appreciated it. He loved it. In fact, his day felt better because I insulted him. I obviously did not do my job correctly. So we need to be more offensive. I, I, I feel we have, we have let you people down, in a way. So, what we're proposing is that maybe it's time for not just us, but all of us, to step up the game a little bit. Or to drag the game down a little bit. Whichever way you prefer. Or reinvent the game. That's, that's actually, this is, this is insult renaissance that we're proposing. Exactly. It's, it's like the Calvin ball of, of insulting. So. You're welcome, Jarrett. So I know what you're all. I know what you're all thinking. You're sitting there. And you're like, okay, these are bold words, but but how? Ha- but how how could this possibly be accomplished? Well, let's put down a scenario, perhaps. See, I think that I think that would be wise. So, see, like you're you're picturing like like picture you know an idyllic park, you know like you know gra- bushy grass, um, tall trees, you know with their shade stretching across. You know, kids playing with frisbees, an old man in like a sweater sitting on a park bench reading the paper, right? And then the wind gusts up and you see like people's hats fly off into the breeze, the dog barks, and the old man's paper gets blown out of his hands. And he just goes, Oh, Jesus is cunt! <laughs> 
you're standing there in line trying to get trying to get your soda or whatever, and some lady is on her cell phone, bumps into you, cuts you off in line, and then as opposed to saying, excuse me, or who do you think you are, you look her square in the eye and you go, what the fuck's wrong with you? Do you got Taliban's in your twat? What's going on, bitch? These kinds of things. Yeah. Or you're like, you know, you, you know, you're 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 hanging out, you know, at the pool, right? And this just, just, just smoking hot babe just walks by, right? Just she's just like, yo, know, she's an eleven. She, no, no, she's a twelve. In fact, she puts elevens to shame, right? And you're just like, oh gosh, she's sexier than Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hump her harder than Joan of Arc on Gandhi with a swastika covered Bible. This is what we're talking about. Stepping up your game. So, you know, like, so, fu- so fuck me in, in Lincoln's in Lincoln's head hole. We need to do better, people. Oh, sweet dive bomb in Japanese, do we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson giving you an abortion. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I know you're like, God, these are more pointless than the Louisiana Purchase. But we need <laughs> but we need to do we need to do better. So we're gonna do our best from here on out and uh we, we would like to hear from y'all. Like, what do you think? I mean, are are we just are just beating our heads against the wall? Do, do you think this is like Karl Marx's pussy stink? <laughs> Or do you think we could possibly make more money than they did in the whole slave trade? What do you yeah. think? I, I guess we're about three weeks out on the stories we've been promising to tell, so... Uh, hey, hey, Brewer, remember that time we got fucking super shit-faced at a one-year-old's birthday party? Oh, Stalin sour puss, do I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> well, invade me like you're the Nazis and I'm Poland. Tell me that fucking story. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that story like I'm Robert E. Lee fucking Oscar Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm more excited than a Catholic priest in a, in a kindergarten. Let's go. <laughs> Next episode, it's just going to be an hour and 20 minutes of us just saying things that are connected. <laughs> Um, all right. So it was uh, it was Brent's child's birthday. Do, do we say it? night? Can we say it? I don't, or are we keeping him off the internet? I don't know. We, we've 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 said it before. I mean, oh, hey, right. hey, this isn't Jim Crow laws. We don't have to segregate the kid. Oh, I got I got you, got you. It's not so, an apartheid. Come on. So we're at, we're at his um because I guess either sadly or luckily I don't know which uh, Brent and his son have the same birthday. Which I guess that means Brit never has to worry about a birthday again, and I guess he also doesn't have to—he doesn't have to worry about forgetting his own child's birthday. Which, all in all, might be a good thing. Yeah, it, it simplifies the matter, doesn't it? So, so we're at a one-year-old birthday party, right? And you know, it's—you know—grand. There's like children bouncing around on like a bouncy, slippy thingy, um, which isn't one of those jokes that we were just making. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, it sounds a lot like one. <laughs> Sweet pedophilia, Batman! (laughs) Anywho, 
so you know we're, we're going about you know that and uh, and me and Cody are standing there, co- very confused by like, I don't know, we don't have children, what do we do? What are we supposed to do in this situation? I know, let's start drinking. Well, not really, but let's wait till we start drinking. And so a- after, you know, children start becoming sleepy and going to bed, it's Brent's party's time. Uh, he, he, he's taking up the night for us. He, he starts, you know, he starts out like like he always does by giving us massive Jaeger bombs, which I believe is probably equivalent to having like four of them at once. Oh, I mean, it's... Didn't we go through, like, two bottles of Jaeger that night? Which, I'm not the biggest... Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Jaeger, but, you know... But I'm a a very big fan of free alcohol, so... basically what we're saying is both Jaeger Jaeger bombs were as empty and desolate as Detroit. I mean, Joe Biden couldn't come up with a a better way to put it than you, Cody. (laughs) Uh, You know... (laughs) You know, but it it was a good time. We, we, like, we're, you know, we're sitting there, and you know, like, Brent's, you know, line them up, and, like, we're all gonna get fucking schnackered, so, you know, he was, he was more, ha- he was more happy about getting drunk than, than a bunch of, di- than a bunch of Democrats burning firearms, burning firearms at the Democratic Na- National Convention. I mean, it, it's as true as, you know, that, that, that white people invented AIDS to kill off black people. <laughs> and that white man was Nikola Tesla. <laughs> You know, you know, it was like it's like Mark Twain, titty fucking Buddha. It was a darn good time. Oh, I mean, piss on me, sexy Christ, was it? <laughs> God, you're gonna have a lot of laughing to cut out of this. Cut it out? I'm gonna turn it up. <laughs> oh. But anyway, we're, we're saying it was like best thing that happened since since smallpox at Indians. <laughs> they were happy. They were happier than a bunch of astrologists whenever whenever they started publishing those stupid fucking things in the newspaper. It was a bigger tie than Orpheus's dog. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. So we got so incredibly wasted. I mean we we got more wasted than than Julius Caesar did on Jewish blood. I mean <laughs> It it was we, there was so much booze and alcohol in our systems, and like we got to the point where it was like we we ran out of good beer to drink, so we just drank crappy beer that they were like, please, please, please drink this beer because it sucks. So we're like, okay, we we can't taste our tongues anymore; it's so bad. It's so like, you know, which I think was, is the same thing that Plato said to Queen Victoria. I mean, we got beyond fucking annihilate. Like I, that's probably one of the drunkest I've ever fucking been. I mean. Yes. It was. It was. was, Yes. It was was like how Jack Kaborkian would have been during the Holocaust. I mean, mean, just completely shit faced. I don't even know what that would meant, but it was funny. Um, Well, I mean, it's 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 you know it's a lot like how uh, Bayer aspirin wasn't the only good thing that came out of uh, the extermination of six million Jews. Oh right. Oh, so like more more. Yeah. Use your words. I just keep laughing because this is so funny to me. <laughs> is, it, uh, is it funnier than Harry S. Truman's girdle? <laughs> uh, it's definitely just as funny as if, like, fucking Gandhi was eating a Big Mac. <laughs> and by Big Mac, you mean Vladimir Lenin, right? Uh, that, is, that is definitely true. It's it's like a Christopher Columbus, Magell- Magellan fucking hardcore humping three-way. Oh, in a Viking longboat. Well, what's, yeah, but the third, per, the third, the third member is the flat Earth. Uh, I like pulling fucking controversies from like three hundred years ago. It's I know like, it's like it's like well, apparently World War Two is very funny, but but yeah. So I mean, like we just got we got we got wait we got blitzed like it was it was bad. It, oh God, was it bad? I mean, 
It was so bad, I think members of the people out there became, hopped on the wagon after this. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of wagon hopping. We were thinking that they might bring Prohibition back. It got that bad. It was like the days of Caligula in Brent's house. <laughs> and that wasn't even me trying to be offensive there. It was just truth. I mean, it was truth like we should have used at atomic weapons on Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, it was like we were all sucking on nerve gas. It was It was that, it was that bad. <laughs> Sweet Hitler's mustache. <laughs> but Sweet Hitler's knees, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, hey, can you hold on for a minute? Uh, yeah. Did you release DDT on 4chan again? Was Scientology invented by the Muslims? Sorry, I got <laughs> I got selected service out of nowhere. And I was oh. against it the entire time. I just thought you were researching the fact that the Korean War was, was started to create NATO. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, it was like trying to make tuna out of dolphins. Okay, go with me on this, which has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I know, I was just still over time until you got back by yelling things. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm back. You're, you're back harder than, than the Trail of Tears? I'm back harder than a sadomasochist on on fri on a fr good Friday, there we go. But anywho, you were going to ask me to go with something. Uh, am I going with you to the prom? Are we going out on a date? Are we boldly going? Uh, sure. Are, are we gone with the wind? What's happening? Where are we going? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what I don't remember what I was talking about. It's a lot of like whatever you 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 know autoerotic erotic asphyxiate yourself. You know, it's fun for a minute. It feels good, and then you forget all the things you were talking about. I don't know how I got that one before you did. It's a lot like a, a communist do making Pluto not a planet anymore. I mean, I guess sometimes it just sneaks out of nowhere on you. Well, sweet suicidal Van Gogh, do you have a good point there? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. And for all of you out there that don't know, that's a Van Gogh missing an ear joke. Yeah, I know what you were doing. I know you got it, but then I realized that's as obscure as Brigadoon. That's King Kong Grandpa obscure. Well, anyway, seeing as how you forgot what you were talking about, after, like, the, the blitz of all booze, after we got Blitzkrieg right in the face by alcohol poisoning, how did your night go? Do you remember your night? Is that the reason why you're having me tell the entire story? There'd be a lot more to the story if we if, if the story wasn't about us drinking. Pretty much. I mean, dude, I seriously, after about the third one of those, like, things that Brent made, you know, you know the, uh, the conjoined twin cocktail or whatever the fuck it is he makes... I, well, we're, like, where he's having us have Jaeger and peppermint schnapps together? Oh my god, I mean, it was like, it like realigned my chakra <laughs> with homeopathic medicine. It was fucking ridiculous. Oh god, I mean, it was, I know, it, 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 was, it was like a frat party and like a gay orgy in my mouth. <laughs> because it's like, oh god, Jaeger, blah blah blah, like, here's the sunshine of our penises. Oh, it was bad. Dude, I, that fucking AIDS-ridden feet you know, fetal alcohol syndrome, abortion that he poured. I, I don't know. It, it was, that was like the least complimentary flavors of It was all like time. jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's something you have to do for, you know, the society you live in. And I guess you're performing a good deed in the long run, but by God, do you hate sitting there? Oh, I mean, did, did you keep it all down at least? Uh, well, I did that night, but, like, I don't even really, like, I don't even really remember, like, what, pretty much what I remember was we got drunk, and then, like, we played Super Smash Brothers, and I watched, like, Justin and Brent play, like, the all the, all Kirby Battle, 
and, like, play for fucking ever, and then everybody's like, Cody, you're drunk out of your fucking mind. You should play a car racing game. You know, a lot like... Oh, did I miss that? A lot like Sandra Bullock driving. And, like, so... Well, I was sitting there playing it, and it was ridiculously fucking hard. And, of course, the car I picked, because... By God, I'm a red, red-blooded American. I, I, pick, I picked a gas guzzling. Like, like Ted Bundy, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, like Ted Bundy, or Ted Bundy, and John. Or Wayne. Al Bundy, whichever. Bundy. <laughs> or, or John Wayne Gacy. You know, I picked an American car, the kind that guzzles gas, creates a greenhouse effect, destroys the environment, and pisses on the flag of China. Oh, Ozzy so, Osbourne. <laughs> exactly. I picked one of those, and. Fucking hell, man. It was ridiculously hard to play, and I never thought the game was going to end because it was I was completely out of my mind. And oh, then, I completely missed that. Uh, it was bad. And I, it was one of those, like, where it's like I was getting really tired of it because it was, it, was it was fucking ridiculous. I mean, actually, I thought, like, the ESRB was going to come and, and, you know, give me an NC-17 rating because it was so bad. Or I guess an AO rating. Not only that, but the FCC is going to come and give you... <laughs> it's like, this going to get censor- censored all across the board. But, I mean, I was like fucking Hurricane Katrina knocking shit down playing this fucking game. Two Tsunami! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and, I, it's just, I don't know. And then, like, I got really, really, really shit-faced, and I, I sat there and, like, bullshitted with Jarrett, and apparently I, like, spit, like an hour telling him how he's the greatest musician in the history of all musicians and just like like hardcore like drunk sucking his cock like and now we go to the bs dramatic reenactment department's portrayal of what that might sound like if you chimichangle on down jared's pants and you'll whip out a hot and steamy slice of jared cock the most majorious thing you'll put in your mouth all day. Mm-mm, good. Jared penis. Like, you no. were his asshole that was so much? Oh, dude, like, Ma- Madison Like, you was... were his cock in his a- own asshole? Your yeah, cock was in... Like, your I cock was... was inside of you, which was his asshole? I like, don't know. I was sitting there, I was sitting there, t- like... I mean, I was sitting there talking to him, and, like, Madison said I told him for fucking ever, and I was just like, apparently I just gave him, like, this amazing audio blowjob about how what a badass fucking magician he was, or ma- magician. magician. <laughs> what a bad musician he was. What? Was this your car, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're sitting there, you're like, do a magic trick! He's like, I play guitar. Do a magic trick! Like, you okay, don't okay, I'll saw this lady in half, but I don't know what I'm <laughs> Not doing. making any promises. I mean, <laughs> the next thing you do, I mean, I might get attacked by a tiger midway through, but I'll... I'll come up with something. But anyway, like, you know, I, apparently I sat there and, like, just told him about how badass he was for, like, an hour. And then, uh, and then like, I, I went and I went to the bathroom and I, apparently I, like, I went and I yacked. And Madison said I wouldn't let her in the bathroom for, like, 30 minutes. And she, like, helped me get fucking assembled. And I pretty much don't, like, really after... I remember very little after going to the bathroom, and then I remember... <laughs> you know, that's not news for you, though. <laughs> pretty much. And then, you know, and then, and then it's like, the next thing you know, like, I was, I just, like, completely passed out. I mean, it's, so uh, I don't know, but it was, it was fun. I had a good time, but, I, ooh, my, and then, like, the next morning, I mean, the next morning, I, I felt like, I felt like, you know. A, a Christian in Mecca? Well, I was, I was actually thinking more like a, more like a blackjack deal, dealer on an Indian reservation, but, I mean, it was just, it was just. Busy? 
<laughs> no. Oh, oh, you mean a black jack dealer. I gotcha. Like a Negro. In fact, that was. Like, but I was just, like, completely annihilated. And I, But, you know, the next morning I just felt like absolute, absolute shit. And until we actually wound up at eight, and I had a I had a burrito that like healed me and saved my life. So really, I know how I know how Mexicans feel most of the time. Mm, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I think they feel. Don't Mexicans generally feel a lot like John F. Kennedy? <laughs> what like they got they like they got a hole in their head, or that they're mar- that they're married to a hot lady that they can cheat on? Both, in fact, and, and bad things happen to them when when they go to Dallas. <laughs> That's a good one. Hey, say, I see a grassy knoll. Better move. Oh my god. And uh, Madison was telling me how you are like the most like sexy compo- human being alive. Well, the most composed drunk of all time. Oh, she, I she, totally she, am. She's like, she's like, <laughs> you, he's like, you know, you like the most he does is get lost, but like he's real, real like you know, he just kind of like swaggers everywhere. Apparently, apparently, you're you're like a uh, you're like Bill Clinton at a you know just my size convention. So, you, you know, yeah, I am, I, I feel I'm pretty well composed. I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm like those guys, those guys everyone looked up to in the 50s, or really, I guess, just the 50s in general, I guess. You know, back when being a drunk was cool. Oh, not like the 60s, whenever you, ro- whenever you rode your bull into town and then Barney had to stick, stick you in the tank for an overnighter, right? Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. Oh. I mean, I'm not saying it's, I was as cool of a drunk as Rene Descartes, but, you know, just saying, pretty cool. Well, because he drinks, therefore he is. I thought somebody said they drink, therefore they are. I just thought Rene Descartes would be a funny person to call a drunk. Maybe it was Tony Blair, I don't know. I thought it was Muhammad. <laughs> just pick a Muhammad. It doesn't matter. All Muhammad, In fact, all Muhammads are drunks. You know, the prophet, the boxer, whichever. That would be funny, like, the all Muhammad throwdown, Ali versus regular, vanilla. I don't know if you can have a vanilla Muhammad, but... Apparently you can in this in this particular battle royale. I, I, I think vanilla Muhammad, like sweet vanilla Muhammad. Well, it's like the black Jesus. It's the white Muhammad. <laughs> Is that a theory? Because that'd be amazing if that was a theory. Like, <laughs> well, well it, it's a lot like the the Chinese Thor. <laughs> what are the Australian Buddha? Exactly. Or the great Vishnu of Russia. Oh man, I feel like we Chernobyled on the on this particular thing. I mean, we got more scattered. We got more scattered than the files on Napster. There, it's like Pirate Bay around here. File sharing everywhere. Copyright infringement as far as the eye can see. It's like we're lime wiring lime wire pro. Oh, it got down to bear share around here. Oh, <laughs> it's so hairy. <laughs> I found my place in the world, and it's a bear share. Well, so other interesting things happened that night as well, other than the fact that the, b- before we got incredibly, incredibly schnockered, and in fact, before we got you know drunker than the whole Irish nation. I don't know. I was fe- I was feeling better than an emo reading Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, like oh god. So there is this like there is this guy that like smells worse than Charles Darwin's pussy hole that was there named Chad. Oh, and what a fucking chud this asshole is! Like, let me fucking tell you. If you could describe the shit that falls on the floor at a Nine Inch Nails concert, and then they put on an internet forum, that's what you have. Oh, God, I mean, it's like more things fell on his head than Isaac Newton. (laughs) He is just... He's dumber than anyone that falls for who's in Grant's tomb jokes. But 
any fucking any fucking way. I mean this this fucking shot. This god this this goddamn Jar Jar Binks motherfucker. He all he like we're 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 all sitting around and like we're gonna we're gonna have like this little fire in this fucking fire pit he got he got right. And so we're all we're all sitting around and you know we're we're we're, we're having a good time and whatnot. And and then and you know then we're trying to get we're trying to get the fire to start and of course it's fucking Amarillo which the wind wind blows more than fucking smooth jazz across New Orleans mm. and I thought it was gonna blow harder than Richard Nixon that too Richard Nixon listening to smooth jazz across New Orleans oh god <laughs> there's so much wind uh, like quick close the water gate on this it's so bad oh, I don't, it's like he's gonna turn into a werewolf at any minute now. <laughs> But anywho, so like we're trying, we're trying to get this fire to light, you know, like uh, uh, Brand- Brandy's standing there and she's like trying, she's you know hold, like we're all cut, yeah, we're like all cuddled around this thing, like we're trying to like make out with it to block this the 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 breeze. I mean, it's like a fire orgy going on over there. I mean, it, it's there, there's more inappropriate touching than in the Twilight Saga, and just about as slow of talking. Uh, but there aren't any sparkly vampires, thankfully. But <laughs> we were just hoping for sparkly fire, right? Yeah. So we're trying. We're trying to get this thing to light. I mean, like it won't light. I mean, we're trying everything, and it's like with the an irony that only a goddamn hipster would fucking appreciate. We can't get it to light, and so we finally like kind of get it going. And it's got a little fire, and it's like starting to pick up a little bit. And then bump of a bum, here comes fucking Chad. Yeah, because he had rushed off like. I'm on the motherfucker here, like... Yeah, like, like a fucking... Like, I know what to do, uh, I know more about this than Mussolini, like, I'm going off. I mean, Ooh, he was right? like Nicolas Cage in a fucking action movie. He was ready to go fucking go. And, and he shows up, like, out of the blue, like, like, Nero motherfucker, God like... damn it, you took my fucking <laughs> joke! God damn it! I knew you were, I was trying to get that out so quickly, because I'm like, it's like, he shows up like Nero, and just like, I'm gonna burn this shit down! I mean, I was ready for him to get a fucking fiddle out, and just go nuts on it. So, and his solution is, no, no, he didn't bring gasoline, he didn't, he, bring, he didn't bring a blowtorch, like, yeah. <laughs> like, no napalm, like, he, did, he didn't have an improvised he, explosive device like Che, Gar- che Guevara, no, no, no. This, this wasn't Dresden, and it wasn't getting firebombed. <laughs> it wasn't Vietnam and getting, and getting napalmed, either. No, no. He thought the fire looked hungry. And decided, like, well, fire needs, you know, fuel, and fuel is food, and um, so I'll give it some Doritos. And just dumps a bag of Doritos, like, just dumps a bag straight in it, and they go everywhere. There's like, blam! I mean, dude, they fell across this fire pit like Kurt Cobain's corpse on the ground. Just fucking all over it. And he's like, but dude, it was like, you know, action hero, and he just chunks it on there, and then he, like, stands there, like, know, He waiting. stands there like Superman, just like, yeah, oh, like, yeah. Like, he was, sta- he was standing there like Kanye West at the end of a concert, like, waiting for the cheers to fucking come. And... We're all like, and the fire had started already, and so like we're all like looking at him like, what the fucking hell, you goddamn moron! I mean, you Hillary Clinton looking motherfucker, what the hell? And and so like it already started, so we go and we set the fire in a little fire pit holder and shit, and he's like proceeds to explain to us like he's fucking Richard Dawkins or something about how like Doritos existed and. And only, only to like cause the fire to go. The fire had already been going. 
But he threw the fucking goddamn Doritos in. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't think I'd see one of them catch fire and burn. I mean, and, and, 451 and, degrees, they were not. I mean, it wasn't even the fucking, like, it wasn't even that it had, like, I got what he was trying to say. It was, it was the, it was the Doritos will burn longer than paper and they will start eat start easier than wood. That was what he was trying to do. But it don't have, like that was all completely lost in the presentation. I mean it was like looking at a fucking Salvador Dali painting. What the fuck am I looking at here? There's like clocks melting and fucking Doritos not burning. Yeah, I, I mean it was it's like okay, sure maybe Doritos catch fire and burn. But I think if you're in any sort of situation where you need to start a, a fire and all you have is Doritos I think them as a food stuff would make would be better than kindling. <laughs> I mean, if you're ever so hard pressed for flame, then, then Doritos may not be your answer. Oh, fu- and like, thank fucking Christ that they weren't like they weren't the hot Doritos, or the house would have just instantly exploded. It would have been like okay. Nagasaki up in that motherfucker. I, I mean, at least he was smart enough not to use Cool Ranch because that would have never worked. <laughs> oh God, so. <laughs> I mean, so just, I, I, yeah, if you're ever in a sticky situation, you know, just get yourself some Doritos. You know, have a low tax score, throw some Doritos on it, man. You know, is flat Ellen, tire, is, Doritos will help you out. Is Ellen DeGeneres on the TV? Get some Doritos, that'll help. <laughs> Are you being picketed by Westboro Raptus? Doritos, man. Doritos. Has the Black Panther Party, are they are they invading your place? Throw some Doritos at them. They won't know which way to go. They don't know if they're going to put it put it on the <laughs> they're going to put it on a gold chain around their neck or if they're <laughs> if they're going to put it on, put it on their hubcap so it'll spin. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, yesterday I had a leaky drain. So do what I did. Threw some Doritos on it, man. Fix the problem right up. I mean, just fucking... Fa- ever ever been arrested for pedophilia? Doritos, man. Fucking Chad threw this kind of thing out, and dude, he got ridiculed the way that the fucking Dixie Chicks do whenever they go to Texas now. I mean, it was beyond... Like, it was so fucking funny. And it was, it was all in the presentation without any explanation. And thank fucking God... For Chad, this is the best Chadism that this Chad has chatted in all of his Chad fucking life. I mean, this was like his. <laughs> I mean, this is this was like his. It assembly was like his line. hanging Chad. In fact, this was like his fucking assembly line. It was amazing. Like this is what he will be known for. But oh, fucking Chad, thank you. He'll he'll be known as Chad Doritos Chad. Like on his tombstone, it'll say, "Here lies beloved husband, father, concubine, Chad Doritos Chad." <laughs> He's got Doritos in the shape of a flower. <laughs> His tombstone is just an open bag of Doritos. He's got like that eternal flame going on, like like at whoever's memorial has the eternal flame. Re- Reagan, I don't know. Is it Kennedy? That's Kenny G. I don't know. One of those fucking, you know, somebody. <laughs> but, but man, it was it was really fucking funny. And oh my god, we fucking tore it up about making fun of it. Like we beat it into the ground. Like. Even and then we pour some Doritos on it so it'd be funnier again. Like even us, like I feel like I feel like we pushed it too far. And even now, we're making fun of it on the podcast. So thanks for taking that good spirit, Chad. We're probably not gonna let it go because by God, by God, we're like Walt Walt Disney and Jews. We just don't forget what they did to yeah. us. And if your feelings get hurt, have some Doritos. <laughs> oh, other thing we have for the week that's we haven't had in a while. 
We have a yes. face on. Oh, hey, yeah, face ons. So, so thanks to Ernie, because he found this pretty, this pretty great. Oh, we forgot to warn him ahead of time that we're talking about him. Fuck him and his Barry Gold, Goldwater loving ass. I thought you were calling him a pirate at first, because I, because I, I heard buried gold. <laughs> like, what, what? Ernie, you pirate asshole, you in your treasure maps and pat, eye patches. You blue bearded fucking asshole. Who do you think you are? This isn't your schooner here. You s- go and get scurvy somewhere else. Oh, I'm tired of limping around with your peg leg and your hook. Go, you know, Polly wants a cracker, you fucking bastard. Well, I was gonna go with, like, Polly needs some better friends. Oh, yeah, this is better than mine, but normally. <laughs> Polly wishes you were a cracker. Lordy. Well, that was more shocking than Magic Johnson's HIV diagnosis. But anyway. So we have a face on, right? Thanks to Ernie for this one. It was pretty goddamn good. Uh, it's one of those, we're going to post text around picture things, but very much worth it. I'm sure it'll wind up on the site, because God knows we're not putting it in the fucking show notes. Because the show notes for this episode are, are like Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> They're not going to get a road named after him. I don't know. That didn't work. <laughs> I just looked at the list and picked a name. <laughs> The show notes they have a they have a dream of existing. Okay, I was gonna go like Ricky Lake. Nobody gives a sh- nobody gives a shit about him after their fifteen minutes of fame. Uh, or you know the, the show notes are, are are a lot like you know Germany after World War Two. You know, split up, divided, and walls built in it. Or like or like John Lennon in the nineties, dead. <laughs> so anyway, it's a picture of this chick in a liquor store with her with her like baby and the little fucking papoose thing that goes in the front of them. And Which I totally thought the baby's arm was her boob at first, and got all excited, and then I realized that's just an arm. You know how it is. Those things happen sometimes. So you're not going to get see boobs. Sorry. Sorry, kids. Well, now everybody's more disappointed than than uh, <laughs> George Bush's second run, run for president. Um, anyway, so they, uh, and it's, it's a picture of this chick, and she's like, I think she's getting photobombed by Nicolas Cage, because I, I don't think she knows he's there. Like, it's like she's, like, taking... Well, no, N- Nicolas Cage's vision is based on movement. As long as you don't look him in the eye, he won't, he won't assault you. But she's, like, standing there with the kid, and then there's, like, a picture of Nicolas Cage in the background, and he's waving, waving to the camera. So, I think he's... Hey, camera. I think he's photobombing her. But my most favorite thing about this picture of Nicolas Cage, did you notice that he has two pairs of sunglasses on his shirt? I did, yes. Why? Well, you... Well, you know, I don't know, as, as a man who wears sunglasses, sometimes, you know, you realize you have to take your sunglasses off to make a dramatic point, but sometimes the point isn't dramatic enough. So you have to put on two pairs of sunglasses, you can take off one, and then take them off again, just so everyone knows how tense and dramatic of a situation this is. Ah. Yeah. Well, either that or he's a vampire. <laughs> but, anyway, I definitely appreciated this face odd because... But this woman definitely didn't. Re- so next time you're taking pic- pictures for Instagram, don't wa- don't wind up like Mother Teresa. Like why? <laughs> you having Nicolas Cage behind you? I imagine Mother Teresa had a lot of Nicolas Cage behind her. It's probably uh, it's probably finally what did it. Yes, I'm impri- I'm implying that Mother Teresa and Nicolas Cage had, were an item. I said it. 
You heard it here first on board shenanigans. Oh, yeah, she was pegging Nicolas Cage hard in the ass. Oh. In fact, I don't know if it was necessarily an item. I think it was more like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, she was just keeping him prisoner in, 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 well, in a cage. That's how he got the name Nicolas Cage. He, he used to be Nicolas Dumbrost until she locked him up. Uh, that joke was more Helter, Skelter, more Helter Skelter than Charles Manson. Or the Beatles, for that matter. <laughs> Those two. Uh. And, and and I don't mean the musical band. I mean like the little critter that that runs around. You know the thing that you know God has an inordinate love for. Uh. Oh, so I was wondering one thing though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what were you wondering, Jody? Is this what you were wondering earlier that you forgot? No. Who who shot first, Han or Dick Cheney? Well, well are you talking about when they killed people or in that porthole last night? <laughs> I don't know that I want. I don't know, do I want to imagine Dick Cheney dressed up like Han Solo in a porn? No, I was picturing it was Harrison Ford and Dick Cheney, like, banging the same tranny. Oh, oh, what, and then, like, what, Pope Benedict is just sitting there jerking it or something? Obviously, right? I don't know what kind of porn you're watching, but I go straight for the good stuff. I mean, if there aren't popes in the porn, it hasn't been done right. And, man, I want those popes to be 15 years old. I don't know about you. <laughs> is it getting a little too dirty for you? No, it's funny. Like, we, I'm amazed we haven't been able to cape it this long. I know I'm laughing a shitload, but it's so goddamn fucked up. It's funny. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I mean, it's almost more fucked up than the retards that work at McDonald's. Hey, man, Donald Rumsfeld needs a job, too. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought that was a segue, but you didn't know how to get there for a minute. Like, yes, tell me about Donald Rumsfeld's job. No, it was a call. I was Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> I know, but it started with A-Man. Yeah, I forgot that we're not allowed. We're not allowed to say that. It's like trying to yell Pete Rose in the Baseball Hall of Fame. You just can't do it. Oh Lord, we're yelling Paul Revere in Britain. <laughs> do you think people still do that today? They'll like run down the road like the British are coming. The British are. They're like fuck off. I certainly hope so. Wouldn't you if you were there? <laughs> yeah, I can't say that I wouldn't. So I don't. Oh, oh. So I, I had I had one that I think I think that's appropriate for for this for this particular episode. Yes. What if George Lucas had free reign to m remake any Hollywood classic besides the ones that he's already fucked up? What do you think he would do? Um, I, I think he would go with um Citizen Kane. I think he, I I could really see him wanting to do a Citizen Kane, you know. But but it's Citizen Kane in space. So obviously it starts off right at the beginning with him going with the going Rosebud nine thousand, and then he dies. And the and the entire time, you know, we're we're trucking from planet to planet trying to figure out what that means. You know, we're gonna have we're gonna have grand imperial march musics instead of George Orwell. It'll be Justin Bieber, um, or George Orwell. <laughs> Orson Welles is what I meant. You, know, you always get those two confused. <laughs> you know, George Orwell, Orson Welles. <laughs> One was one was a literary genius who who predicted the the downfall of mankind be, be, because of spying, and the other one was George Orwell. I I just like that like really mix it up people like, oh you know the foot you know Barbara Walters the the football player that got in trouble for fighting pit bulls. Oh yeah yeah. Now was Oprah Winfrey the one that peed on everybody at concert? <laughs> like like there's there's no <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you do you have any do you have any one that you'd love to him to see him remake? Uh, well, Cool Hand Luke, obviously, right? Oh, fuck me, dude! You know he'd make it some space penal colony bullshit where there'd be like planes flying and like instead of you know the man with no eyes would have a fucking laser gun or some shit. I mean, dude, it'd be fucking bullshit. You know he'd do that. Instead of get your dirt out of the boss's hole, it'd be like get your dirt out of the boss's anti gravity field. I mean. 
you know, like, I would think if he remade A Cool Hand Luke, I mean, that'd be a bigger atrocity than George Zimmerman getting away with fucking murder. O.J. Simpson, you're right. Oh. But really, I think the one that I, I could see, uh, another one that I was thinking about that I, I think he could, he would do, and it'd be, f- I'd watch it, I can't say I wouldn't, would be him doing Clockwork Orange, but instead of going into the future, he goes into the past and makes it like a 19- 19- <laughs> It's like Victorian, cl- it's what's, cl- <laughs> so it's Steampunk Orange? Actually, I just kind of got a little excited by that. <laughs> it's <tiny bit. laughs> That'd be really, really funny. Like... Like, the Durango 95 is just some fucking big steam-powered fucking plotting car. That'd be really funny. (laughs) It's like a giant robotic spider. Steam-powered robotic spider. (laughs) Printing press well. (laughs) Um, What's what's Droogies? Uh, God, now I can't remember. What would he call this Droogie? I guess guess Droogie still works. (laughs) What what are they making it like? Like, it's the... Oh, fuck, what's the thing he called? The little spinny kaleidoscopy thing spinning you know yeah you know it's like the wheel it's got all the pictures in it, it spins the the i think that's a kaleidoscope no well, kaleidoscope's the thing with the wheel and the colors and the swirly or well there'd be a whole bunch of those strapped to his face is what i'm saying <laughs> it's a whole bunch of tv screens you know i'm more frustrated at your explanation than i am about tiger woods cheating on his hot wife sweet malcolm x's twat finish your story well that was the crux of it until that ha- <laughs> um uh zoetrope a zoetrope I don't even know what you're talking about. What is a zoetrope? Zo- it's a big spinny thing. That with Look at it up now. Well, there you go. What is this thing? What does it do? You, you spin it and it looks like things are moving. Like It's like a flip book but in wheel form. I've never seen one of these before. Well, that's what I was trying to talk about. I didn't even know this was a thing. <laughs> like watching the video of it because I, like, I really did not know this was a thing. <laughs> well, there you go. He'd have a whole bunch of those strapped to his face. Huh. I, I, the more you know. I legitimately have never fucking even heard or thought of one of those. You're learning more than, than in a 9-11 truther meeting, aren't you? Oh, I guess the chemtrails had gotten to me. I didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> that was going to be my next one, too. Yeah, I know. That was why I cut you off. One day that's an episode, kids. To chemtrail or not to chemtrail. Chemtrails in my kimchi or something. <laughs> There's chemtrails in my kimchi. Kimchi, not to be confused with my Kim Jong-il. <laughs> chemtrails in my Kim Jong-il. Well, that sounds Kim possible. I don't um, know if I got any more. I yeah, I know I was I'm stretching here. Um, I, dude, I just I just never even like knew that was a thing. <laughs> no wonder why you couldn't understand. I was like the spinny thing with the thing. It's like a kaleidoscope, but not. <laughs> I think if you want to say it's a circular flipbook, I, I I think you have to see it to even understand it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure there's people out there that know what a zoetrope is, now that they heard it, and, and it spins, and there's pictures in it. A lot like this podcast, but without the pictures. Just spinning. By the way, we're... we're fucking... St- what else do you got? I, I lost what we were talking... I'm more lost than that Malaysian airplane. I don't know what the, where the fuck we're at. Um, hey man, remember that link you sent me about the Amazon milk that they sell, and how, like, all the amazing comments that existed there on... Oh yeah, like, yeah, which I did actually completely forget about until you just mentioned. So yeah, there's this, there's this amazing thing um, on, on the Amazon, which you know there may or may not be in in the show notes once again. No, we said there aren't going to be any fucking ones. I don't get them. You have to make up your own show notes. No, they should have to. They, they should have to chase them like, you know, Humphrey Humphrey chasing Lolita. They should have to just fucking chase him. Or Humbert Humbert. Humphrey, what did I say? Humphrey, Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey, Humphrey. <laughs> Him too. He was the other guy. You didn't know. You 
didn't know about it. You know, like Humphrey Bogart chasing, chasing little girls around. So anywho, uh, we're not going to Woody Allen anywhere here. Um, <laughs> that would be too soon ye. <laughs> I'm proud of that joke. Good job on that one. Not like... That. Obviously, you didn't dig that out of the bottom of a of Harris. Or, God damn it! Wrong name. Wrong name. Obviously, you didn't drink, drag that out of the bottom of Kid Rock's used condom bin. No, no. I've been saving a too soon ye joke for years now. <laughs> it, it's like if you think too soon is funny, too soon ye. <laughs> Anywho, so there's this milk on Amazon, right? It's the Tuscan whole milk, one gallon, 128 fluid ounces. And it is just the greatest thing that, that God has ever given us since the Berlin Wall. So, you can find it, you know, for, you know from $45 and up, depending on where you are. Um, and, and it is, well, let's just read through some of the frequently asked questions, and we'll, we'll show you. For instance, um, someone wanted to know, like, if they spill it, uh, can I cry? Well, you can do your best to either cry next to it or below it, but it's useless to cry over it. Um, you know, a, a lot of people ask, you know, how, how can you milk a Tuscan? Well, you want to do it carefully and not and not betting against a Sicilian. <laughs> uh, uh, one of my favorites is, uh, isn't milk highly perishable? Is it irradiated and shipped warm? Does it really hold up? This stuff won't kill me outright, will you? And the response is, not outright, but I'd sleep with one eye open if I were you. Well, someone asked, does it come in a can? Does it taste good with ham? Does Tuscan, does Tuscan milk make good jam? Sam, I am? Well... I like my milk. Oh, yes, I do. It comes in a gallon. White, not blue. You can drink it from a cup. You can sip it. You can slurp. Have it with, with a little ham. Ha have it with a bit of jam. I like this milk. Oh, yes, I do. If you try it, you will too. One of the ones I really like is, so this is Tuscan whole milk, and I assume it's white, but how white is it? It's Megan Kelly, Santa, and Jesus white. I don't think you can get any whiter than this, even on a mime. One of my favorite confused people asking is, milk, does it do a body good? Does it mo doesn't most milk have a lot of puss in it? And I was equally as confused as you people are. Um, you know how it is. Whenever you've got a bit, you've got a big throbbing puss in your milk. You don't know what to do with it. Oh, oh God, I know. It's like St. Mary's puss all up in this milk. Like, oh, God, have I never seen a nastier puss. The response being is, I seriously hope you meant puss. I'm not sure how that's any better, though. Like, don't tell me about your raggedy beef curtains. I know, like, um, there's that, but you know, these are just the questions asked. There's also amazing comments as well. Currently, the best one is, if you just go to the, the, the very first one, it, it's, it's very Edgar Allan Poe-ian in, in their, in their rhyming scheme here. I don't know what you would call this, but, um, you know, once upon a, a midday sunny, while well, I savor nut and honey. Which does get whole milk, one gallon, 124 ounces, I swore. As I went on with my lapping, suddenly uh, there came a tapping, as if someone gently rapping, rapping on the icebox door. And he seriously goes through and does the entire poem, but about the milk. So I will not grant you with the entire thing. Review-wise, um... review my favorite one is the one that says, Five stars combined with other foods. And then it says, Has anybody else tried pouring this stuff over dry cereal? A-W-E-S-O-M-E. I really, really like that one. Now, don't get me wrong, there has been a couple of negative reviews. For instance, um, type 4A4B hair achieves poor results. If I could give Tuscan whole milk one gallon, 128 fluid ounces, a half a star, I would. Being an African-American female with type 4A4B texture hair, I found I have been on 
on on a year-long journey to find something that would moisturize my tightly bound coils. And they go on to describe how it really doesn't work if you're a black woman trying to pour this, you know, use this milk. You know, you know how it is. It's like it's like a militant black guy trying to drive his car where he's like, Oh man, I'm not going to do what these white lines tell me to do. Who do they think they are? Holding, holding the black man down. Oh, what do they do? They just sit there and segregate the black of the asphalt. That's what they do. They think that they can... The only thing worse is a game of pool where the white man keeps all the colored balls down. <laughs> I'd, be real, I'd be really pissed if I, if I was Asian because all they do is throw darts at that yellow board. Oh... <laughs> uh. Indeed. So yeah, listeners, if you want a good read, um, this is right up there with, I don't know, if you also go on Newegg and look at Pop-Tarts, it's pretty amazing, too. I I really wish I would have, you know, actually pulled some of these out ahead of time. Well, but you know how it is. You know, planning things to the last minute, waiting until you don't know what to do. It's just like Babe Ruth's baseball game. Just swing like hell and hope it works out for you. Oh, I I understand. Or, or Or like Babe Ruth's chocolate. Just chew like hell and hope it works out for you. Or ba- or ba- or Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth's the hooker, just chew like hell and hope it works out for you. Uh, I mean, I, I think it might be any, a little bit more like the mighty Casey right now, though. You <laughs> might be my striking out. <laughs> that's that's it. That's my only baseball-related joke. That's it. You run the well dry right there. What? That wasn't a home run. Am I stuck on first? Are you are you a little too short to stop on these jokes? You. Is there a play I mean, at home? Uh, <laughs> I got three balls on me. <laughs> You're out! <laughs> uh, I think that's all I got, too. Um, Cleats! Um, um, I'm more crackers than Jack? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get back to the point. Was there even a point? Uh, I was hoping we'd root, root, root for the podcast. People don't download It's a Shame. It's one, two, three structure out at the old board shenanigans i don't know <laughs> i think it was worth it for just that you always like it when it happens don't you whenever i like start and i realize halfway through it like i can't fucking do anything and i just gotta fizzle off you seem to always enjoy that fail <laughs> you know yeah here remind me a little bit of voltaire in that way you know, you know how it is. There's this, there's this big, this big fancy looking horse, and you think it's all gonna work out for you. You take it in, and next thing you know, you're being completely conquered. Exactly. <laughs> okay, one of the reviews on the milk. I, it's a, it's the one star review, but this is pretty amazing. It's get the Kindle version instead. It, it arrive, it arrives quicker, and it's not spoiled. There's one on there where, where a, a woman realizes her husband's cheating on her because she didn't because he didn't bring home the Tuscan milk. Tuscan milk gave me the power to read minds. Unfortunately, it was it only works so long as I'm actually drinking it. So I've put on nearly a hundred pounds over the past year. On the upside, I know that at this very moment you are wondering whether Tuscan milk is some sort of sexual innuendo or other dirty joke. I'd say more, but I'm out of milk. I love I love shit like this. It's like I don't need to go to the grocery store. I could just <laughs> I could just do this and send snarky reviews. Oh, here's a good one. Think of the Jawas. Sure, it's white, it's cold, it's nutritious, but how could you ignore the Tuscan oppression of the innocent Jawas who just want to make a modest living recycling droids and other scrap metal? Join the Tuscan boycott. I do not always drink milk with my cookies, but when I do, it's Tuscan whole will, whole will, bleh, whole milk. Stay thirsty, my friends. Yeah, you know I don't know how we. <laughs> that one wasn't the first one. Uh, so, uh, 
going to toilet. Are those not like some of your absolute favorite fucking commercials? They are, in fact. Oh my god, I, I, I have never. That's probably like the first product that I thought. You know what? I have to buy this sheerly based on the commercial. I am all one hundred percent about this. Which, you know, frankly, I don't think I ever actually heard of Dos Equis until the most interesting man alive started promoting it. Seriously. Yeah, I don't think I... Which, you know, as I was watching um, Office Space the other day, I realized that's apparently what they drink in that. So it's apparently the most interesting movie alive. Wow, you're like more you're like more behind behind the glass curtain than Liberace was. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's a glass curtain? I mean, I've heard of a glass ceiling, which is something that we should always install, I feel. But... <laughs> you know, just as long as the women stay on one side of it and the men stay on the other side of it, things will be all right. Oh, yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're even people, anyways. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, haven't you always been sitting there wondering why that little lip underneath, like the counter, at like in the kitchen, wasn't larger? Well, it's not meant for your feet, Cody. It's meant for the small feet of women. So, <laughs> so anyway, like, what, what are, what are some of your, what are your, some of your favorite, like, most interesting man in the world ones? Oh, some of mine, like, definitely one of the ones I really, really like is I like that whichever side of the tracks he's on is always the right side of the tracks. That's one of my absolute favorites. Um, then I like the, what, he can, he can kill two stones with one bird. I think that one's really good, too. And, uh, oh, what's the other one? There's, like, one about, like, the Pope or something. Like, when he meets the Pope, the Pope yeah, he, kisses like, he his... He takes ring. off his hat or something? Yeah, or, yeah like yeah, or something. I like those a lot, too. His blood smells like cologne. I've never heard that one. His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body. <laughs> He's never lost a game of chance. I think we're on the same webpage. Top 100? Is that what you're on? <laughs> yeah. He, he is fluent in all languages, including three that only he, he alone speaks. If opportunity knocks, he's not at home. Opportunity waits. Panhandlers give him money. Mosquitoes refuse to bite him purely out of respect. He bowls overhand. <laughs> I've seen that one. I've heard that commercial. That one's pretty good. I know. I know that one's... <laughs> Two countries went to war to dispute his nationality. Oh, oh I enjoy he these. Once, he once won the World Series of Poker using Uno cards. When in Rome, they do as he does. He played a game of Russian roulette with a fully loaded magnum and won. <laughs> the Freemasons strive to learn his secret handshake. <laughs> the star in his Christmas tree is tracked by NASA. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god, these two are like my favorites. I've never seen these before. His wallet is woven out of chupacabra leather. <laughs> I think some of these might have just been made up for the internet, but you know. He once turned a vampire into a vegetarian. I like this, uh, he once played a game of Russian roulette with a fully loaded magnum and won. I, I just said that one. When did you say like, that Just one? a few minutes ago. I, I, I can play it back for you. We have this recorded. I don't think you said that. I didn't hear you say that. You only hear what you want to hear. You're just like your father. You mean I'm just like the federal government? I'm just like our elected representatives? Or I'm just like the Catholic Church? I was, I was going for that one myself, particularly. You know, you're, you're, just, you know, you're just like the father. You know, God. I keep talking to him, but he never answers a goddamn thing. <laughs> or a him damn thing, I guess. Your ability to comprehend is like a G-spot in a woman. There's no way it exists. Oh, exactly. Oh. And I feel it's questionable about the clitoris as well. Well, finger me, Mary Madeline. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to, make, to get you all pissed off. You know, looking at this list, we have done so many of these. <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh, God. 
I don't know what else we uh, need. Like, I know we need a little. I, I don't know either. I, you know, I think we gotta. Do you think we've been a? Do you think we've been about as offensive as we could possibly be, Cody? Do you think we could be more offensive? God, I don't know. I don't know that I have that ability. This is a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I mean, could I? I, I feel like I'm. I'm trying to masturbate a, made a corpse over here, Cody. <laughs> I'm so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're not as good of a necrophiliac as your father. Well, you know how things are. <laughs> like, like, what kind of father are we talking about? The federal government? <laughs> Catholic priest? What do you mean? <laughs> do you do you mean God fucks zombies? Or do you mean my dad was a pervert? Because I don't like either one. Oh, God. We're pouncing back and forth just like, you know, incesting twins 69 and over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Or like dis, or like their dyslexic mothers when they're ninety six and. Well, exactly. How do you? <laughs> you're just like rubbing your backs up against each other. Well, yes. I don't know. I was just wondering what, what, what ninety six and was. If there was an official, if, if I was like, if that was, if I was out of the loop on like the the, the things that kids are doing nowadays. Well, what it is is it's a, it's a way that. Um, Good Christian teens, like, have abstinent sex and still are able to get off. Like, rubbing their asses (laughs) up against each other's heads. Each other's (laughs) backs. Did you just see, like, Mitt Romney and Pat Boone just rubbing asses against back bald spots? Oh, God. things you've ever seen. <laughs> Mitt Romney and Pat Boone rubbing their asses against each other's backs of heads. <laughs> God, it hurts. It's so funny. <sighs> Do you think we've officially offended everybody? Do we miss anybody? I, I feel we should, like, I mean, we were trying to offend everybody, but I'm not sure. Um, Anybody we missed? Do you know of anybody? Um, I don't know. I mean, have we made fun of Indians? Which which kind? The Which kind? The, no... Native American or the uh, like, or like the India Indians. I know because you're because you. I was gonna do my general racist joke, but it doesn't work on all yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We both sat there and thought about it. Like you know the like the how like like this kind of Indian or or you know the fire water drinking uh, uh, casino owning Indians. I guess we could just watch them both fuck each other and see if that helps. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel we, we, we didn't make fun of Rastafarians, but really, do they need any more help? Well, I mean, uh, the other one I can think of is, like, maybe, like, Pacific Islanders, but, I mean, they barely even get a box on a fu- on a fucking, you know, fucking federal form, so, I mean, who the... I mean, they're like the Jehovah's Witnesses of, of, ra- of race. I mean, they're not really... They don't even hardly count. Well, I mean, M- MacArthur did return for them, though. So there was that. Oh, don't bring that! Don't bring that fucking bullsh- bullshit around here. I mean, like, what, what, what kind of crap is that? MacArthur crap? Wasn't even. You know what? He was probably a fucking like lizard person that you know from <laughs> from Hollow Earth. He isn't even really a isn't even really a person. I mean, bringing that up, bringing that up is like as good of an idea as it was to ch- separate church and state. So, who do you think would win a fight, um, uh, M- MacArthur or, or um, um, Michelangelo? Michelangelo the Ninja Turtle or Michelangelo the painter? Well, oddly enough, they're the same person. Which is, I know it's weird. I didn't know if you were aware of that, but um, 
uh, at one point in time, th- this this very large turtle tra- traveled through time and was and was transformed into steel in a great magnetic field and became a painter. <laughs> so, yes, both. Sweet Satan's laugh. That's a difficult one. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Ninja Turtle painter. Oh, I mean. I, <laughs> Uh, the only person that the only person that could, that could you know find a path through that joke would be Dante Alighieri. Well, I mean, I was hopping around like Tom Cruise about Scientology on a couch, you know, but I, you know, I think I finally found an answer. No, oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, I did I did have a little uh, ADHD about it, but yeah, you know, that's how things kind of go. At least it wasn't gluten insensitivity because you know that's not even real. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing worse than being glue-tarted. Well, you know, we'd have less idiots in the world if we just had a smoking ban. And, you know, just, you know, locked up all guns. I think Hardy did the gun one. Uh, oh, did you? I wasn't paying attention to you, like I always do. Yeah, I know, sometimes I think I need to clone my, clone myself, because you know, so I have somebody in, interesting to talk to. I know, I wonder what that would sound like, you talking to yourself. Probably me talking to the Master Race. I, I see. I... It definitely, definitely caused peace in the Middle East. I was just thinking it sounded a lot like hentai. <laughs> uh, a lot of squealing, a lot of rape from tentacles. Definitely two-dimensional. Well, that, you know, these kinds of things are about as pointless as uh, being a vegan in this world, your opinion especially. All I know is if it was me discussing, you know, talking to myself, it'd be a lot like, you know, Sigmund Freud talking to Frederick Nietzsche. All the polygamy you can handle in a small package. Semen, <laughs> exactly. semen, semen. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> That's going to go really well after the penis, penis, penis. In fact, listeners, have a taste of what that might sound like right now. Penis, 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 penis. Semen, semen, semen. Oh. <laughs> oh, indeed. You know, sometimes you're on here and you say things and you and you realize, like, wow. You know, sometimes, oh, it'll just be a, it'll just be a fad. It'll go away that it, the way, away the way that HD DVD did. Other times... Not so much. It'll be like Norton Antivirus. You just cannot fucking get rid of it, no matter what you do. Oh, Lord, yeah. Well, a lot like Sarah Palin, I feel I could see the, the end of the episode from, from my house right now. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you better pull a Bonnie and Clyde and shoot, fill me full of lead, because, uh, yeah, it's about time for that. I mean, it's better than pulling a Michael Jackson and filling you full of semen. <laughs> or a Kobe... I guess you're not young enough. Or, or a Kobe Bryant and, and raping a girl full of semen. <laughs> Too soon ye! <laughs> Okay. Um, Come on, get the Jacques Cousseau out over with it over with already. I feel I shall end this episode and, and tell you the meaning behind one of the greatest of Bible verses. Ezekiel 23, 19, and 20. Yet she multiplied her, her harlotry. In calling to remembrance the days of her youth when she had played the harlot in the lands of Egypt, for she lusted for her palamore, whose member was like those of donkeys, and whose emissions was like that of a stallion. See, what they're saying here is, it's all about this Coos, who's a regular fuck machine. I'm talking morning, day, night, afternoon, dick, 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 dick. Then one day, she meets this John Holmes motherfucker, and it's like, whoa, baby. I mean, this cat is like Charles Bronson in The Great Escape. He's digging tunnels. Now she's getting the serious dick action, and she's feeling something that she ain't felt since forever. Pain. Pain. It hurts. It hurts her. It shouldn't hurt her, you know, her puss being all bubble yum by now, but when this cat fucks her, it hurts. It hurts just like the first time. 
You see, the pain is reminding a fuck machine what it was once like to be a virgin. I've got Madonna's big dick out of my right ear and Toby Jeff, I don't know what the fuck coming out of my left. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this? I, I hope you get no. It's like I hope you get donkey punched harder than, than Neil Armstrong would. Uh, uh, moon landing denier. <laughs> or you just like I bet you Jefferson Davis and Robert E. Lee had a torrid love affair. You know, the only thing I had to tell you is slavery was the greatest thing you know the American populace has ever come up with. Britain was right by suppressing the Irish people. Who the fuck do they think they are with their damn leprechauns and potatoes? Why that's worse than wiretapping wire an advocate of affirmative action? What the? Who the fuck do you think they are? Oh, that was one we missed. Jesus yeah. Christ wasn't crucified. It was a drone strike. Oh God damn, that's that's sexier than like BDSM lollycon. Dude, I, I think I'm tapped. I don't know that I got any more. I think I think we're good, dude. I mean, if it's even as a shorter episode, I think we're good. Oh. Are you saying you love this episode just as much as Jimmy Carter loved peanuts? I love it more than a polygamist at a wife-swapping convention. Oh, yeah. I mean, that sounds wetter than Miley Cyrus's tongue. Uh, that's, ugh, Miley Cyrus's mouth. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> you know, I thoroughly believe all that nonsense was just pl- some sort of publicity that some agent came up with, really. You know, I think she's the kind of girl that goes home and just, like, you know, <laughs> she's the kind of girl that, you know, on her off hours goes to a library and picks up a good book and masturbates to it. Oh, fuck me, Ray Bradbury. And we've come full circle. <laughs>